Welcome to the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where we tackle the issues you feel awkward talking about and put ourselves into uncomfortable situations you secretly relate to. We're not better than you. We're the same as you. We're just willing to publicly talk about our innermost cringe and shame. I'm Melissa. And I'm Vanessa. Let's get uncomfortable. It's that time of the month, another uncomfortable episode of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, hosted by two very uncomfortable people who are going to share their uncomfortable moments with you. Are you uncomfortable yet? Uh, I am, yeah. (laughs) Well, let me kick us off because mine is pretty juicy. Well, I take it back. It's not. I fell asleep on my bed. Y'all, on my bed. Sitting up, mind you. Holding a glass of wine, watching some show on HGTV with like this fuzzy throw over my legs. And I remember, you know, groggily waking back up and thinking, am I 40? Sorry. If you also texted is... me. And <laughs> I, I was did. like, what? <laughs> I think I texted like you and like two other people because I was so shook. Like, I just realized, like, oh, like, who am I? What is this? What's going on? It's like, it was this, like, mini nap I took at, like, 7.30 p.m. And then it just was not, it was not, it was not a cute look for me. But it was very relaxing. So. Well, there you go. It was needed, apparently. All I remember from that was that I saw on your Instagram story, oops, poured too much wine in my glass. I did. I did. (laughs) And then I get the text, I don't know how many hours later, you're like, Melissa, I fell asleep. (laughs) Okay, I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody listening. I poured the wine and I was looking down at the glass. And then when I lifted it up and looked at it from the side, I was like, ooh, she's a little too full. But what am I going to do? Pour it back in the bottle? No, I'm not going to pour it out either. So the only choice I had was to drink it. Pour it into your mouth. (laughs) Of course. It's good for your heart, right? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) It's just funny because you mentioned HGTV, and I imagine that you were watching it on your newly subscribed Discovery Plus streaming network. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my uncomfortable moment is related to another show from the Discovery Plus uh, streaming network. We're not sponsored, but sponsor us? Yes, please. (laughs) Um, For me, my uncomfortable moment is the fact that I realized that I cry over like any Animal Planet (laughs) show. Um, More specifically, this show called Crikey, It's the Irwins. I don't know if anyone can relate. Probably no one except for me. Oh my gosh, you showed um, me that on our retreat. You cried again? Did I cry on that episode? I did. I cried. (laughs) I cried. It's the most latest episode, and I look forward to Sundays because that's when the new Crikey episodes are out. And, like, they just had a baby, and it was just really cute, and I was just, like, rooting for their family. I grew up watching Steve Irwin, and so whenever they talk about their dad, I'm just like, ugh, so I sad. think that's and why you I... cried last time, because they brought up Steve, and you were like, uh, oh, so sad. It's just such a precious story, and I love I just love it and the fact that I like caught myself this past Sunday like crying and then I started laughing at myself (laughs) was the uncomfortable moment. I was like, really? (laughs) Well, I'm glad that I got in a good nap and you got in a good cry. So look at that. There you go. Winning. All good experiences. (laughs) Well, 
As Vanessa hinted in the beginning of this episode, it's that time of the month, and usually uncomfortable situations happen to us, but once a month, we put ourselves into uncomfortable situations on purpose, and today we are talking about that time of the month. Aunt Flo, Shark Week, the Crimson Tide. Do you catch my drift? We're talking periods today, but more specifically, we're going to be talking about tracking our cycles and our experiences with trying more sustainable period products. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to share all about that, she said uncomfortably. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, let's take a short break. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, as Melissa mentioned, we are discussing our periods. And the <laughs> <laughs> I said it like that because I'm uncomfortable. Uh, but the funny thing is that I'm actually on mine right now. It is that time of my cycle. Yeah, which is really not ironic. I don't know. Whatever that word is. The stars aligned, you know, for this episode. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so, Melissa, I mean, I just said that I was uncomfortable. So, I'm curious from your perspective why you think discussing periods has this stigma of being weird, gross, uncomfortable, like, ugh, we don't talk about that. Well, it's on a page that we both can relate to is the fact that our, I don't think we had proper sex ed in our oh, upbringing God, no. in our Catholic private school. Um, all it was was like this little video and then you got like a little package of goodies with this like little booklet inside and I remember even taking that home and then like hiding it under my bed Mm. or something because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to talk about it and it's just that we were taught and even for me specifically we didn't really talk about it until it actually happened you know to, (laughs) to me so it's just this weird circle of shame and taboo and you know we were taught to hide it so I think that's the reason why there's this stigma around even talking about it but it's more it's better now I think a lot more people are more willing to talk about it Um, but it's still very prevalent and I actually have a short little anecdote um, that happened just a week or two ago I can't remember but it's definitely more recent and it was in a work setting where um, we were in an all-staff meeting where um, the discussion around like our flexible spending accounts for what some of our benefits came up and it was mentioned that um, period products or menstruation products are now covered under that benefit which is great for people who menstruate in that in the workplace but for some reason um it was caveated with like not to gross out the men in the room but so and so and so and then it was just really honestly triggering for me and a couple of my other coworkers to be like wait why did you have to give the men in the room a disclaimer about something that women already feel weird about but then you're making it even more weird by like giving them that disclaimer to make them more comfortable in the room so Obviously, it's still something that's prevalent in culture to not talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, wow. that's what I yeah. think. <laughs> you know, that makes me think about a little bit how we applaud men who go out and buy the, you know, like pads or Products tampons for or their whatever. Significant other. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my gosh, what a good boyfriend. Good job. Like as if we're supposed to give him a medal for not being, quote unquote, grossed out. By something yeah. that is just part of life. Right. And uh, no, but you are right. I, I also was raised to 
cover it up, to hide it. It basically was like, hey, you're going to get your period every month. And also, every other woman on the planet also gets their period every (laughs) month. But wait, everyone has to pretend it doesn't happen. Doesn't exist. It's a big secret. You have to hide it. Oh, all your friends have it too? But no, don't talk about it. That's not okay. And Can you imagine how much better off we would have been as like junior high girls just being able to openly talk about it amongst ourselves like we did i don't remember ever having that conversation with any one of you ever i think it it happened primarily with friends who maybe were just more open naturally about that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff but you know i i yeah it was not a conversation that i was trying to have but imagine just how much better we would have been off there's so many things that happen during your cycle whether it's you know the actual time where like blood is coming out or not that we (laughs) aren't taught about and it's part of a reason the reason that I resisted wanting to know more because I think I also was like "Eh, I don't want to think about it Um, I don't want it to be this big deal speaking of like big deal (laughs) when do you remember (laughs) do you remember when you got your first period (laughs) Uh uh-huh I remember it vividly because it was so traumatic I thought I was dying I thought I was dying well I don't think that my mom thought that I was going to get my period so early and really I have this grudge against life a little bit and puberty because I feel like they totally stole at least one more good year of you know childhood not caring of childhood because I was in fourth grade and one of my friends who I did not know at the time had been held back a year so technically she was older than me she was with me thank goodness because if she wasn't with me I I would have freaked out because I told her like Amanda like I think I I'm dying oh my Um, god like there's blood in my underwear and like my tummy hurts and she was like oh no that's just your period and I was like my what who's that (laughs) what's going on (laughs) and then she filled me in poor thing I mean she thought nothing of it uh because she was like yeah I already got mine and you know it's 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 you know blood's gonna come out every month and I was like every (laughs) month what are you talking about So then I had to go home and tell my mom. And I also told my mom that I thought I was dying. And she was like, no. She then confirmed the whole it happens every month thing. You were like, my friend told me this is going to happen every month. Is she lying to me? (laughs) She's like, oh, is she? mm -mm." And I was like, no, that's true. So how about you? When was your first time? That is like a traumatic experience because now I'm trying to think about when we learned about it was it fifth grade like you just literally had one more year to go before we like learned about it no it really is even even now well no to be fair we do teach our kids and at school um Planned Parenthood comes in and talks to them about you know Mm -hmm. they're changing bodies in fourth and fifth but I think at our school growing up we definitely didn't talk about it till at least fifth grade so I was a a year early to the game you're probably sitting in that like video and you're just like Y'all don't even know. <laughs> what a waste of my time. <laughs> I've been here before. But yeah, um, my first experience, I don't think was maybe at the time felt 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 traumatic, but I don't looking back at it. It's not. I was in a very comfortable place. I was at my grandparents house. I don't know why I was by myself there other than with my grandma. Um, but I remember like same feeling like, oh, my God, why do I feel like this cramps, which I didn't know was a thing. And then I. Uh-huh 
remember calling my mom and I was just like, I don't feel good. I guess I didn't know to talk to my grandma about it, but I was like, I don't feel good. I don't really, and I, I don't know what's going on. I went pee and like, all, you know, all this stuff. So I was trying to tell my mom and, and then she's like, give the phone to your grandma. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I gave the phone to my grandma and all I remember is like seeing her like talking and nodding to my mom. And then she hung up the phone and was like, all she told me was like, go to the, to your auntie's room and, and in the drawer, pull out this thing. And I was like, and she was telling me where to find she didn't even no. take you there. <laughs> She's just like, go over there. There's a drawer there. Pull out the the pad. She said, yeah. you and then it I was out. like, what? And then then she showed me how to use it. You know, like she showed me how to put it on. Oh, okay. I thought I thought she legit was like, all right, it's over there. <laughs> no, take what she's you need. just Bye. like, um, yeah. I don't know. I guess that was a very comfortable experience looking back at it. But I was like, this is like uncomfortable to even try to talk about to anybody. So I, at the time, I was just not cool with it and then I remember having a morning period where I was like I had the bulky pad on and I was like laying down and miserable and I was like I'm not a kid anymore <laughs> like not, I had a whole like session of yeah. feeling bad for myself so that was my first experience see and we're talking about this at what how old are we 28 and yeah I know 29 seems <laughs> I'm holding on it's, it's not here yet um, <laughs> and it's funny because if we had just been more open or taught to be more open or encouraged to be more uh, aware and have the conversations around this, then you and I probably would have both been able to discuss that morning period about, yeah. oh, we're not kids anymore. And then the, the whole bulky pad thing. Yeah. The one that feels like a diaper. And if you're listening and you're like, um, that's not me. <laughs> Liar. I feel like we've all been there. <laughs> we had to use something heavy duty because that's Mm -hmm. just what's happening uh and yeah but we don't really like to discuss it because we still i don't know keep it a secret but but melissa encouraged me she led by example (laughs) and she has this app that she uses to track her cycle so melissa can you just explain to the audience what is the name of this app how why is it so great and then i will share why i bought yeah it. <laughs> i remember when we start i don't i think we had discussed it briefly on this on this podcast about this tracking app but um or in conversation i don't remember but basically this app is called flow it is a cycle tracking app so you can it's essentially a calendar with dates and that you can fill in symptoms that you're feeling like sick or like nauseous or cravings things like that and essentially you could punch into the calendar when you have your period and over time as you fill out when you have your period it becomes more accurate as to like predictions of when your next period's going to come when ovulation's happening if you're going to use the app for like trying to plan up you know family planning things like that so i i've been doing it for two years no oh god i've been using it since 2018 I've been using it for more than two years. What year is it? (laughs) 
Ooh, it's 2020. <laughs> I don't count 2020. Um, but yeah, I've been using it since 2018, and I remember hearing about it through um, someone that I follow. She's like a British influencer. Um, I'd been had been following her for a number of years, and she was talking about her period more openly and, and talked about this app. Um, and she said she used a couple different apps, but the one that I caught um, was Flow. So I downloaded it, and it's been really helpful because it's essentially a planning tool I've definitely planned like trips around when I'm gonna get my period so that I can know that I'm gonna be in like a cranky mood on the week leading up to it so I try you know it's really it's a really helpful app but yeah you know (laughs) I think the reason why I was so hesitant around tracking my period was I was having this internal battle, honestly, because we hear about men tracking women's cycles as a derog, like a derogatory thing. Like men will track. I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I should have probably said that sooner because that's why I didn't want to download the app. Oh, uh, but there's this really funny episode of Parks and Rec where like the older, like crotchety dude, because um, you know Leslie's like the only female or whatever. And he was like, oh, why so, like, ornery or upset or whatever? Like, it's not the blank date yet. And she was like, what? And then it turns out that the guys were tracking her cycle. And typically there's that whole, like, oh, Oh, is it that time of the the month? Is that why you're so upset? Right, right. And so I guess I didn't want to track my cycle because in a weird way it felt... um, misogynistic to track my own cycle or like I didn't want to be ruled by my cycle type thing like I, but in reality I've I've learned through this experience that the knowledge is the power here that's what I was trying to tell you I know it just felt so counterintuitive because I didn't want to be ruled by like oh well like, you kind of like what you said, like, oh, like, I'm planning a trip around my period. I didn't want it to have such an important mm-hmm. part of my life. But the stupid thing is, is that it is a really important part of my life. It happens to me every single month, and it's a really important mm-hmm. bodily function. I think just because of the stigma around it and the lack of talking about it, that I had developed this, like, self-loathing for my period. And plus, plus, let's not forget, oh, I mean, I guess if you're listening, <laughs> you don't really know, but... My period has given me a, a lot, of, lot problems. of problems in my life. And so from starting early to like just other situations, having to go to the hospital. So I have nature a hasn't been kind it, I feel. to Vanessa when it comes to her period. Not so much, y'all. I know. But, you know, then there was um, there's lots of helpful articles on there that talk about discharge and, and you know, just like what you might be feeling. And like um, they do a lot of like sex ed on there, too. And so I was like, you know what? I want to read this article. And you got the premium so, plan. There was See, a I don't have the premium plan. Vanessa went like zero to 100, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I was like, well, I'm in it. I'm going to be in it. Melissa was like, get the free one. I was like, mm, I already paid. <laughs> it was like 14 bucks for the year. And so far, I've actually really enjoyed Good. using it. Um, I, Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I guess try it out if you're curious. You don't have to pay for you it like I You know what's interesting? But... I just want to add on to that. You talk about the whole like misogynistic like angle to it and what's interesting is that when I was looking up Mm. like preparing for this episode I looked up the flow app on you know just to see if there were any articles about it and apparently a lot of people are deleting the flow app off of their phone and it's because 
I just pay I know, for it. And I don't want to discourage you from <laughs> like keeping I think it's I'm keeping the app after having read this article I'm, I'm keeping the app but apparently they are in some sort of pickle um, with like sharing potentially the data that you input on the app I don't know if it's if it's true or not but apparently this is what the allegations are with the owners of this app because people started noticing that like when they're using this app they were getting like ads on Facebook and like Instagram oh. of that were specifically s- centered around their cycle like you were talking about like like them using it right. to like then sell you particular products because they know that you are gonna feel like this this week and like gonna maybe want to buy this thing this week so oh that's messed up i know (laughs) and i don't know if this is actually true um but that's what i read so that's very interesting that you brought that up so buyer beware i guess but there are a number of different apps so So far yeah and i've enjoyed flow so i don't know but Anyways, moving along to we tracking our periods to using period products. What form of period products do you use, Vanessa, and why? IUD, baby. I'm just, <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> so excited. No, uh, but I, I actually got the IUD put in uh, to help... Uh, what's the word for it? Like reduce Regulate? my flow? I had a very... Uh, no, not kind of to regulate, but really the focus was on reducing the amount of blood, Mm -hmm. uh, during menstruation because it was, it was kind of too much. And I, I kind of mentioned earlier, like going to the hospital, like sometimes it would be too much and I wouldn't feel well. And so that just really sucked. And so she was like, well, you know, why don't you try an IUD? Are you planning on having kids in the next five to seven years? And I was like, uh, uh. H-E double hockey sticks, no. Uh, So (laughs) it hurt to put in. It feels like, imagine the worst period cramp you've ever had, but like times 10. Yikes. Uh, So not like a stabbing pain, but definitely cramping pain. But I've really enjoyed the IUD in terms of controlling my period flow. And I don't have to remember about it. And it's to the point where I don't have to use um, any, like, liners or pads or tampons, which is really funny because I had just, like, bought and organized all of my stuff. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I didn't hey, really need it's it. it's always good to have a backup. Uh, for, you know, when people do come over, you always have, like, something. True, true, true. And I'm actually having to use a liner right now because, for some reason, um, this flow is a little heavier than others. Yeah. But still, barely. So... I don't know. It's it's great so far. How about you? Do you use? I do not products? have an IUD, um, <laughs> and I am a pad gal, and it's just because that's what I grew up using. And honestly, I can use a tampon, but I'm most comfortable when I use pads. And it actually feels really good to say that out loud because it took me a while to be okay with the fact that I used pads, even though there's a whole damn aisle. A whole damn section in that aisle dedicated to pads um, and that's related to another like situation that happened to me I think back in college I don't really remember the conversation that happened but I remember um, 
I don't know if it was because someone asked me if I was going to go swimming or if someone was asking me if I had like a tampon on me. I don't remember, but I remember saying that like, oh yeah, I use pads. And I, that person, whoever I was talking to, I can't even remember, was like, wow, are we in seventh grade still? As in like, oh, you still use pads as if tampons were like the only way to go and then I remember being in that situation and this was in college and I like was so taken aback by that comment that I didn't even know how to respond um so yeah and that stuck with me because I was like oh well one you're asking me and I'm answering truthfully and then I get this like backlash for it answering truthfully so um there's always this like weird shame that I felt about like carrying around pads when like all the girls were carrying their little like tampons and it's just funny because we probably felt the same thing whether you were using a tampon or a pad you were like oh god I have to stuff this into my bag or my purse or my pocket or whatever but I've always felt like I was the girl that was like I'm using the thing that you got in the little package when you were in fifth grade and I'm proud to be a pad person it's just what I'm more comfortable with you know that's so interesting that you mentioned that because I don't know why it just always seemed like tampons were a more mature choice older girls would use it yeah and even my mom when when she found out that I used a tampon for the first time she kind of got upset with me interesting and then she goes how did you even know where to stick it or like where to put it and I was like um, well, there's directions on the box, and I just followed the directions, and then I did the thing. Was it comfortable? No. Was it successful? Not really. I had to take it out. Honestly, like- <laughs> I feel like a lot of women who use tampons have probably had to learn over time how to use it properly because who taught them? I hope someone taught them, but for me... The The box. box. For me, when I used a tampon for the first time, I remember it being like an emergency situation where I was like, ah, I'm on my period. Does anyone have any pads? And they're like, no, we don't use pads. We're not in seventh grade anymore. (laughs) And then they're like, I have a tampon. And then I was like, oh, God, okay, yeah, I wanted a tampon, not a pad. And then I go to the bathroom thinking that I, you know, pretending like I know how to use this thing. And I remember like it being a traumatic experience because I was like, I don't know how to use this. And I'm too afraid to ask anyone how to use it. It's not pleasant. You know? I was just oh, so sad about it. See, that's 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 what sucks. It's we're all sharing this similar experience, and none of us know how to do anything, but we're all too afraid or too ashamed to talk about yeah. it. It really sucks. Yeah, and to get back to the question of like using pads, and I've had my fair share of using pads. I've tried different tampons too. I keep them on hand just in case. But you know, I've I. I grew up using Always brand and I still do, but for the past few years, I've tried a various amount of the different sustainable brands um, that have been popping up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've tried Cora, mm. Rael, um, and currently I use the L brand, and honestly, all three of those are available at Target, so it's not like it's hard to find, um, but yeah, I I also have tried recently Isle, which is a sustainable brand where it's reusable, so I I was trying to search for like what was the what's the best like period undies that I could buy you know because I've been wanting to try them and then I stumbled on Isle and they had like maxi pads versions and I was like oh I'm gonna try this and it's actually really comfortable and I, I use it I've used it for the past maybe couple of months and I've enjoyed it it and then you throw it in the washing machine wait what rewind so. <laughs> 
let me get this straight. You have a pad and you use it. And then when you're done, instead of throwing it away, you wash it. You rinse it. So you rinse it. So okay. like you can go okay. to, into the shower and you rinse it at the end of the day or whatever. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. if you're a nighttime shower like me, or if yeah, at the end of the day you just rinse it in the sink, you wring it out like a little, like a towel, and then you put it in your laundry and you can just toss it in with your laundry. Like I literally just did my laundry and I was like, oh, look at it, it's here. So it's ready for my next use. And I put it in my underwear drawer. Whoa, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, and honestly, I will say this is I don't use it on like super heavy days. I use it for like maybe my third or fourth day just because actually that's a lie I used it on one of my heavier days not knowing it was a heavy day and then it was fine it was totally fine oh so okay because I was gonna ask yeah I I, they also have aisle has um maxi pad versions they also have like the underwear so they have a a number of different options and different sizes too because I know that people need different sizes so yeah Hmm. okay so after you, how, wait, how long have you used it for? I've been using it since January, so not too long, like a couple of months, but I've used it. Okay, and it's April right now at the time of recording yeah. this, so, okay. So, having used it for a couple of months now and having tried it on a heavy day, would you 10 out of 10 recommend reusable pads to a friend? I would 7 out of 10 recommend it to a friend only because I know that everyone's differently shaped. So I would say if you're able to, because this is an investment, it's not too expensive, but it is an investment. Like if you were to buy this thing and you're like, how much is it? It's $19. And for the the one that I have, and then the like bikini, like the underwear version is $40. So if you want to try like a period underwear from Isle, it's $40. So that is, I mean an investment up front but if you think about it how many boxes of tampons and how many many liners and how many pads have you bought over the years and then you can reuse this one you spend forty dollars up front and then you're good maybe a couple pairs because you can't use Hmm. you know depending on your laundry cycle but yeah i would recommend it um particularly aisle is the one is the brand that i've used but i know that there's a number of different reusable period product brands that are out and about is that aisle like walk down yeah the like aisle? period product aisle like uh, so literally period aisle.com that's their website and you can shop <laughs> but yeah i think it's worth a try i think it, it's could be a, a good transition point of like getting into the more sustainable side of your period habits because mm-hmm. maybe you can use it for your lighter days and see how you like it and then cycle it through hmm. yeah I would recommend it. How about you with the Flow app now that you are a premium user? (laughs) (laughs) Well, as a premium user, (laughs) no, I I do like it, though. And I think paying the $14 for the year uh, has already paid for itself in the sense that I've actually read a bunch of the articles and they come with little videos uh, and you can just learn so much. I thought I would hate tracking my cycle and entering that data. But it's actually kind of fun and it's kind of nice to know when I might be feeling a certain thing or like they suggest like what workouts you should do on whatever day because you might be feeling blank. So overall, I would say yes, 10 out of 10 recommend to a friend. I don't know what the free version, though. Can't really speak to that because I upgraded pretty fast. I recommend the free <laughs> the free version. It's it's pretty straightforward. You're still able to read some of the articles. Um, they like to rope you in and be like, but you could learn more with the premium version. And I'm like, no, no, That's no. They got me. 
not <laughs> not today not today aunt Flo. but like, yeah no i would know, recommend why not let me learn more about whatever so <laughs> but yeah well good i think there's a lot of other apps too like don't take our word for it for specifically the flow app or specifically aisle um i think there are now a number of different resources that you can tap into and different apps that you could download so try it out just like the type of tampon that you probably use try out the different types of sustainable versions of products all right well i hope that that was informative i know that we openly spoke about our periods and that may be uncomfortable for you all but hopefully this is the gateway to making it more of a comfortable situation so thank you all for listening today be sure to follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify and on instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast if you have an episode idea a question a shout out you can reach us at our contact page on our website imuncomfortablepodcast.com we release new episodes every tuesday so we will see you there